0: Welcome to episode number 34 of the Peaceful Power Podcast, and today we are going to discuss how new moms can work fitness back into their lives in a safe and effective way. We are talking through the first year after the baby arrives. Sapphire training helps the -the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So this um, upcoming month, I actually wanted my news and noteworthy um, is for a upcoming webinar. I have a free webinar coming November 3rd and it's all about how to create a fitness lifestyle. So if you're interested in kind of regaining um, a fit lifestyle or you've always been interested in you know working out but it just is not fitting into your lifestyle, you wanna know easy, um, effective ways. I have three tips that I will be sharing on the webinar with everyone on November 3rd. And even if you can't make it to it live, I will be recording it and sending that out to everyone who is registered so that will be coming up November 3rd if anyone is interested there are there's more information at my website at sapphiretraining.com okay so on to today's um, topic so today I wanted to break down kind of new moms fitness recovery because I've seen it done lots of different ways after women have babies and now having just had one myself I've realized oh yeah There is lots, lots going on and lots of information to share of things and tips that you should be doing and possibly should not be doing. So having a baby is definitely a big deal, um, not only to your life, but to your body as well. And I'm not talking only about weight gain, but major things that happen to your body post baby. So I've been studying pre postnatal fitness for about the last nine years. My insight did change, though, um, after having my son this past February. The changes that you go through are immense. Post-birth, I feel that there's so much pressure put on new moms to get back to pre-baby body within weeks. Um, that expectations are not always realistic for the majority of people. You know, if we see our friends, our neighbors, a celebrity, or person that you follow on social media and they get back to their body quickly, um, you think, well, I should be able to do that too. But we sometimes, you know, we don't always take into account the stress that the body was under while we were pregnant you know what happened during labor and then lack of sleep you know taking care of a newborn your body definitely is stressed and everyone's body reacts differently to stress so that might already put some people's bodies in kind of a burn mode so you're just kind of running on fumes whereas other people's that fume and you know running on stress might actually decrease their weight so Some people, you know, obviously, you know, high stress, it does well for them. You know, low stress, they're just maybe high stress, high strong people to begin with. But others, they tend to store weight when under stress. So typically post-birth, you're going to lose an initial 10 to 15 pounds right away. The baby, the placenta, the amniotic fluid. Um, You go home then with the baby weight to lose, you know, ideally you're waiting until you get the okay from your doctor to actually start your workout. And that's typically around six weeks postpartum. And by workouts, I'm talking like your general, you're going to go to the gym, you have your workout plan, um, workout, you know, I'm not talking about like little squats or little things here and there, not a bad thing post-birth, um, which I will talk about next. But Some women, um, you want to definitely wait until you get that okay, because it just doesn't make, um, just doesn't come with an instruction manual on what to do. Like when we go to the doctor at that six week checkup mark, you know, they say, okay, you're good to resume your regular workouts but we don't get that booklet like you do when you're pregnant and you're like, here's what to do. Here's what's expecting next. We don't have that usually, or I have not seen that in the U S you know, a document of here are safe exercises to start with. And, um, you know, they just kind of turn you loose and expect you to listen to your body, which we don't always do a good job of, you know, if we have not, um, come into tune or come into grips with what our body is actually doing or what our body actually likes doing, it's going to be a tough, tough road to understand, oh, my core is not how it used to be. Um, so today I wanted to break down, um, the next kind of 11 months after birth, you know, that first year, what's going on, um, and anyone who hasn't started a workout program, you know, what you should and shouldn't avoid and just kind of a general guide to working out post baby. So here I'm going to start off with kind of why you don't want to work out or why you don't want to go kind of all in after those initial six weeks post birth. So lots of things have happened during that birth process. You know, some women are feel completely normal six weeks postpartum. Others don't feel so great. Um, It really depends. And I'm talking body. I'm talking um, emotional. Lots of different things are going on. I'm talking sleep. Some people, you know, if they hire sleep nannies, you don't know, you know, your friend might have someone who comes in at night. So they are getting they're well rested where you might not be. And um, that's totally fine if that's, you know, that's everyone has their own prerogative to their choice. But just understanding that your road is going to be a little bit different just because you aren't getting that sleep. So you might already know kind of which camp that you fall in around that six week mark. You kind of already have a feeling of, yep, things are starting to feel normal. Oh, no, I'm not quite I'm not back to my normal self yet. And your pelvic floor has done some really hard work the past nine months. So even if you didn't have a vaginal birth, your pelvic floor, it's actually still under pressure um, from carrying your baby the last nine months. So it's not as strong at six weeks post birth that it was you know, where we should be jumping, where we should run, where we should push heavy weights above our head. Our pelvic floor actually needs more time to heal. So those three things are definitely big no-nos. You know, you're jumping, you're running, and heavy weights going above your head. So like a shoulder press um, type movement with, you know, 20 plus pound dumbbells. Not a good choice because that it just needs time to heal. So in the U.S., you know, we don't have mandated physical therapy like they do in Europe or Australia. Um, for healing post birth. So they have mandated where they get to go and um, someone actually is going to look at them, sometimes internally, sometimes just give them advice. Um, and that really is actually really beneficial. And we have that in the US, but you have to go through your insurance company to get that. And um, it's just not, it's something that we don't talk about, but we do need to talk about. Because um, things happen, things shift, everyone comes out a little different. Um, So whereas Kegels, clams, some people need those, other people's maybe tightening that and strengthening that is not what they need. And physical therapy can actually tell you um, what you need and to really tune in with your body and which side you would fall under. Do you need those? Or maybe you need to lay off of those. So another thing that is quite common is we should not have to go to the bathroom or slightly pee every time that we jump, run or laugh. So that's where physical therapy can also help. So if that's, if you're noticing that's starting to happen with you and it had never happened before, you know, that's something that you might want to check out with a, you know, PT and say, hey, is this something that um, we can help with? And you shouldn't, you just shouldn't have to live with that. And we go through our, um, our cultures today. We just kind of let it be like, oh, that's what happens after you have a baby. And it really, it really shouldn't. So... One thing that when you're looking at a physical therapist, you actually wanna see a specialist. Typically in the US, there for pelvic rehab. So that's kind of where you're gonna be looking at is the pelvic rehab specialist. And you can also um, Google post-birth physical therapy and you'll also have some ideas there. Another area that we don't always talk about is the diastasis recti. So that's when our abdominal wall has been stretched. And that's something that not not every doctor checks. I know some women do get checked after birth and not not everyone always does. So what that is um, and how you can kind of check it is you want to lie down on your back and you place your middle and your pointer fingers together to perform. And then you want to lay down as you going to perform a crunch slightly upwards and then you notice if your two fingers are sinking in the middle and then if they are sinking then you most likely have a little bit of separation now if you have more than two finger separation that's when you want to actually hold off on the abdominal exercises so the three places i like to check women post-birth are right below the chest area so the higher part of your abdominal wall right above the belly button and then right below the belly button so you could have separation in all of those spots maybe just one or two of the spots so it's really um you know it's all differential everyone's a little bit different um out of pregnancies people who are pregnant for the second time 85% of women get it but it's something that you can recover from you have to do the right things because crunches actually will make it worse so a lot of the times what you think crunching Oh, we're getting rid of that belly fat. Well, you're actually crunching and you're making that separation worse because you're pushing down that extra belly fat that you might still have post birth. And it's actually making that pushing into that um, abdominal wall and it's separating it more. So that's also why women um, sometimes will get that mommy tummy post birth is because they're crunching and they're pushing all that fat down to that loose skin area because typically that lower abdominal has really been stretched from the baby. And that's where all that fat will sometimes sit then from us trying to get back into those, um, you know, back into that. Nice tight stomach. So that's why I really tell people really avoid uh, you know those crunches, avoid push-ups, and even avoid planks um, initially, especially those first six weeks, because you just don't know what's going on there. Let your body kind of heal and then kind of go from there. So so what do you do if you have it? You know, well, 50% of women actually do develop it with their first pregnancy as well. So it's quite common. Um What you wanna do is you wanna do, again, avoid the running, jumping, overhead pressing besides your crunches and planks. So you definitely wanna strengthen up the core. Some of the things that I like to do for it are toe dips. So you're laying on your back, pressed flat to the ground and dip your toe so touch your toe to the floor and then lift it back up to a 90 degree so those are one of the exercises i do you can also lie down on your ground and you literally are pushing your low back to the floor and then lifting your low back up pushing it down and lifting it up and then heel slides are another one and that one you might be able to just google um Because some of you, I'm sure, need more of the visual than just the auditory in learning this. Because I know I personally fall in that camp. So, you know, rebuilding the core, it's definitely, it can be done. And I've seen it done. Um, I've had a few clients who had separations and we held off in all crunches and their separations both went away. Um, And that was after second pregnancies. So it's, you know, their core has been stretched and we were able to recover from it. I've also had someone four years Um, her, you know, her baby was four and she had, it was my first time training her and she actually had it really bad, um, where she had a whole hand that would go in her, Um, abdominal wall and she was an opera singer so she really needed that strength and I told her I've never had anyone four years post-birth but we'll see what we can do and I developed a program for her and it actually worked and she said you know she noticed it especially when she was singing she's like I can project again you know I couldn't project before and really get into that abdominal wall so that's one of the reasons I really am passionate about people not going back too fast into that core work because you don't know what damage you could cause long term so you know just ease up, you know, you just had a baby, be easier on yourself and be kind to yourself. So what are you supposed to do then? You know, what are some things, what are your month by month plan? So my next tips, I'm going to go over actually the first kind of eight months, because usually around that eight month mark, I'll tell you kind of things should be shifting and settling back down. But right now we're going to go over month by month, what you should and shouldn't do. So that first month post birth, all what you're going to do is walking. You know, walking is actually the best thing that you can do. Um, While you walk, I want you to maintain good core control and notice your pelvic floor. So just kind of noticing your body, seeing what it's feeling like again, and noticing if your pelvis is shifted and where things are ending up. So that's simple enough. You know, at two months, though, I want you to kind of start incorporating squats if you feel like doing an exercise of any sorts. And now don't worry about how low you go just starting to notice, again, your pelvis and how your squats have changed, quite possibly. And it's just for now, because you're not used to having, you don't have your belly there anymore. So if you were exercising while pregnant, you might notice, oh wow, yeah, things are a little different, they're shifted. So you wanna make sure you take your time and do those. Now bridges, where you lie down on the floor and then you lift your hips up to the sky, those are a great hold as well. So you can hold that up for 10 to 30 seconds um, and that's a great little glute activation exercise. So then you're most likely going to get the green light to exercise at that six weeks post-birth mark, which is going to fall in this month two category. But don't start out running. You know, like so many injuries actually happen because that's the first thing women gravitate towards as they think that's the only way to lose the baby weight. And it's so not true. You know, patience is needed. So you still might be really sleep deprived. So hard exercise is not recommended yet. So you're really easing back into into things at that two-month mark. You know, so light strength training with lighter weights because you're still lifting the baby you know you don't need to tax yourself by adding running to it now if you have been in phenomenal um, shape during pregnancy before pregnancy and had a really good labor and delivery you know you this might not be you you might fall in the camp where you can go back into things a little bit quicker but if you know nope that was not me don't push it give yourself time Now, three months post-birth, you want to start to gradually add in longer walks, maybe up to an hour, some incline walks if you're on a treadmill, Um, lifting weights, such as doing compound exercise, because that definitely um, time is a concern now because you have a baby there. So what compound movements mean, it's moving or working two body parts with one movement. An example, if you do a squat and then you stand and then you do a bicep curl um, or a side lunge and then you do a hammer curl. So those are all the things, um, kind of that compound to save on time. So you're working your legs and your upper body at the same time. Um, Planks can be introduced if you don't have any separation around that 10 to 12 week mark. So that's something that you can look at. If you have no separation, that's a good safe time to start. Now that four months post-birth mark, um, continue with planks if you are doing those. Compound exercises are great. Maybe a little bit more intense cardio, such as doing a Jacob's Ladder, rowing, incline walking, and still avoiding running. Um, This is still not the time to quite introduce that yet, because again, that incontinence is when this happens if we sometimes push ourselves too fast. Um, So lifting weights can be a little bit heavier now, um, depending again on how everything feels. And then overhead presses, you can start with lightweight at around four months now around five months, if you were a runner before and you feel pretty good, um, running slowly can be added back to your routine. So one of the things I suggest is start with an easy jog interval, such as going running for a minute or two and then walking for a minute or two. And then doing this for 10 to 30 minutes to see how you feel that, you know, the next day. So I always tell people, make sure if you feel pain during your run, stop, you're not ready for it. If you feel pain the next day in your pelvic floor region, do not, um, do not pass go, do not run again until that is um, settled down because then it means you just have a little bit more core work to do and pelvic floor work before you start running. So, And I would still avoid crunches and continue with your weightlifting routine. Now, I personally, um, side note, I'm not a huge fan of crunches to begin with um, just because planks are so much more effective and there's other ways to kind of help stabilize the core. But if you do like crunches, still wait until that six-month mark. So now we are on the six months mark. Jumping now can be added back into your routine. So watching again how you feel during the workout and the next day. Um, Running can remain the same or pick up slightly depending on your fitness level. Continue lifting and focus on working more of your back muscles, the back of your shoulders, your triceps. So that's the back of your arms and your glutes. And then as those muscles tend to get shortened, um, usually from holding your child all day and feeding your child. So you want to work on those muscles. Now around that seven months mark, the intensity can pick up if you're feeling good. So crunches can be added into your routine if you have no separation and you really feel compelled to do them. Um, still targeting the back side of the body to help increase strength where it's needed. So those muscle groups that I mentioned above. Um, and then noticing if you're constantly bending over to pick up your child, your core definitely needs um, some stabilizing. So making sure you're protecting that low back and now we're on to the eight month mark. So you should still Feel pretty good at this point. The weight should be slowly starting to come off or be off completely. Your metabolism should be kind of settling back in and your health and body-wise, you should start to regain some of your energy, especially if your baby's sleeping through the night. Um, If you want to get more, you know, kind of bang for your buck during your workouts, combine your cardio and strength. So this has been a huge time saver for me these last few months. What I've been doing, I've been doing 10 minutes of intense cardio um, for me from about four to six months post-birth. And then I increased it to 10 to 20 or 20 to 30 minutes from about seven to nine months post baby. So I added lifting exercises in between my cardio burst or I did 10 minutes of intense cardio followed by 20 minutes of lifting a, wor- a lifting workout. So that definitely saves you time and that can be done at the gym or if you have a treadmill at home, that can also be done there. Or if you have a jogging stroller, you can sprint with your child and then maybe step off to the side and do some squats, you know, with your baby. Watch him do, you know, you could do push-ups next to him. So a little, you know, make it fun, make it interesting. All of those ways to be creative with your workout, especially because time is a huge thing that we need to, um, you know, keep in mind when we have a newborn because that's the hardest part. Um, so the last piece of the puzzle that I wanted to discuss is um, flexibility, because that definitely plays a part. I'm a big fan of yoga. Um, this can be done kind of throughout your post-pregnancy journey. I personally started with a restore class after my six-weeks mark. But I told my instructor that I did have a baby um, about six weeks ago, because there are going to definitely be some poses that you might need to be modified for. So I came in thinking, great, this is going to be so much fun. And I did a, um, a hip opener And my, oh my, I was not ready for that. My hips had not recovered post-birth at six weeks. So I did have to tell her I need a modification for this. So don't feel bad or feel um, embarrassed by that. You know, just tell them they will take care of you. So certain poses you will find also, you know, for you might be, oh, this is not good yet. Areas that definitely you want to work on stretching and um, because of the tightness that happens are hamstrings, chest muscles, and then back complaints are quite common. So even if yoga is not for you, making sure you do stretches for those areas are going to help you feel better on a daily basis. So my last comment, everyone has their own unique labor and delivery as well as postpartum journey. So honor your body. Do what's best for you. Those are my guidelines that I personally followed as well as have my clients follow. Um, all have recovered from ab separations and do not complain about incontinence during workouts. So that's been my personal study for the last nine years. And I wanted to help other women who might have, um, you know, might not have a set path post-birth and are looking for something. So this could be a little guide for you Um and if you want this kind of in writing, I also will have this on my website. So in case someone is more of a visual person and needs to see this written out exactly what to do, um, I will have this actually transcribed on my website and that will be at SapphireTraining.com, training.com and then it will be slash podcast 34. So that is where you can find this episode in case this strikes a chord with you and, um, You're more interested in learning a little bit more about this, and feel free to shoot me over an email if you have any questions, um, and I can help out the best I can. And then, of course, always listen to your doctor, listen to your body, especially post pregnancy. You know, things have shifted, things have changed. Honor you. All right, so go out there and spread your peaceful power. If you're looking to spread more peaceful power in your life, head on over to sapphire training.com, spelled S A, the word fire training dot com for more information about how to spread your peaceful power as well as if you want a free resource guide on working out for your body types that is at the top of our homepage. so go on out there and spread your peaceful power